What's up, guys? Welcome back to Oz Hoopers TV. This week we got on uh, Bawali Bales. Uh, we've had him on previously, but we've jumped. We've gotten him back on again um, since he signed with the uh, Sydney Kings. He's had the under twenties nationals. Um, he played for Hawaii throughout the whole season, and he just played in the under nineteen World Cup. Um, so a lot of things going on for Bawali. Obviously, one of the players to look out for next season. I think a lot of people have their eyes on him. So we're keen to um, get this episode underway and see what he has to say. What's up, Bawali? How you doing? I'm good, boys. How are you doing? Not too bad. Um, obviously, this is the second time you've joined us. Um, for those who don't know, Bawali's just recently signed with the Sydney Kings. Uh, huge news. Firstly, congrats on the signing. Um, maybe talk. You. Let's talk about how that opportunity came about. How did the Sydney Kings reach out? Um. Well, really, like, when I, I was just in a, um, in class one time when I was in college back at Hawaii, um, and just coincidentally, the, the day they reached out to me, I was talking to my mum, like, she can even tell you, Hesh can probably tell you, um, I was telling my mum, I was just like, I don't know how much longer I can do this college thing, you know, like, academics and that, it's not really for me, and I wasn't really feeling Hawaii, so... I was kind of just telling my mom, like, I don't know how much longer I can do this. And then out of nowhere, I got a text from Kevin Lish. And then he was just talking about, you know, like, they, they love to see me in a Sydney Kings uniform. And, you know, obviously they don't want to, they don't want me to leave college. But, you know, if I do decide to, then there'll be a spot for me. And then, yeah, I didn't really look back after that. I just stopped doing all my work. And, yeah, basically that happened. Um, I don't have to introduce Hesh. Obviously, you guys have been working out for a while. For those who have seen our um, Day in the Life video and all these other workouts we've done. Nice um, to meet you. Nice to meet you too, bro. <laughs> um, so what other options were on the table other than Sydney Kings, if there were any other ones? Um, uh, yeah, I had a, there was um, a few talks from other teams around the league, um, but nothing was really like, you know, set set in set in stone like the Kings, you know. There was just a couple like DP plus two. I think there was only like one other team that was like a roster spot that wanted me. But um, nothing was really like, you know, like I said, there was no real like contracts put up. Um, Kings were basically one of the only teams that like, you know, were backing up what they were saying. So, and it's home. So, yeah. Sure. For sure. How's your experience been so far, man? Obviously, it's not ideal with COVID and the rest of it that's going on. The team's not all there, but the organization in general has has it been being a king? Uh it's been great lately. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, it's been kind of it's just been kind of tough with the whole team not being there. But um with us that are there, you know, we're just we're we're competing every day. We've got our coach in now as well. So he's been in for about two weeks now, I, I think. Uh it's been a lot better with him there as well to kind of just understand, you know, his system and and what he likes and stuff, but um, all the guys that are there, we're just competing and trying to trying to set set a um tempo for when the others get here, and hopefully just hit the ground running once everyone gets here. But yeah, no, it's been great. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, you mentioned uh, coaching staff. Chase Buford, for those of you who don't know, is a new head coach, young coach. Looks like he has really good energy, man. What's your relationship been with him? Uh, since he touched down or since, you know, you, you got signed and a few phone calls here and there, how's that relationship <laughs> developing as well over time? Um, Yeah, well, when he was, like, back in America and stuff, like, I didn't really, 
I didn't really talk to him um like like much much of the other people like I wasn't really hitting them up and we weren't talking that much but we were still doing like checking phone calls you know seeing how each other are going but uh once once he got into training you know it was, it was um I felt like we started a really good relationship uh you know like 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 you said he's a young coach and he gets it he's very passionate um, in training, he gets really involved as well, you know. So I like seeing that from a coach as well because um, it kind of just builds trust with the players as well. But, uh, yeah, me and, he, me and his relationship is, is good so far. But, um, yeah, we'll see. For sure. And then what about yourself, man? Obviously, rookie season, first season as a pro. Uh, what do you want to achieve personally? Team to side? Uh, I know the championship obviously is big, but but from a personal standpoint, what's this season going to mean for you? Um, from a personal standpoint, you know, obviously, like my goal is to just to get to the NBA. Um, you know, feel like some people might might not see that or know that now, but um, that, yeah, that's that's my goal. Um, after this season or the season after that, whenever it happens. Um, and I mean, you just know what I'm coming for this season, like. Aside team team aside and stuff like that. Obviously, like you said, the goal is to win a championship. But if we're just talking individually, then yeah, I, you know. Sure. <laughs> Say it. What is it? What do you got? Huh? What do you want to achieve? Uh, nothing. You know. <laughs> what do What do you want him to achieve, Hash? Obviously, you're one of his personal, probably closest trainers. Um, what do you yeah, want to see him sure. achieve this season? I mean, we haven't set aside strict targets as of yet but the rookie of the year has been in the talks obviously like most awards like that are opportunity based so let's see what kind of opportunity Boali gets but I think I think he has a serious chance if he gets given the opportunity um, and I think for him it's he already said it like I think he has to assert himself as a pro now and understand that he's trying to get to the league and and do the necessary from a personal standpoint understand what it's like to be a pro the work in day in day out all that type of stuff, I think, is going to be massive for him to try and get to the get to the league. Hopefully, that, that's the goal, right? For sure. For sure. Um, this season is going to be very beneficial. Um, you touched on it before. Winning the championship is one of the main goals. Um, Sydney. Yeah, that's the that's the main one. Let me just get get that straight. Like before anything, I just want to win the championship. But yeah, sure. um, Sydney, I think, <coughs> is very capable of uh, of that this season. They got the Maker brothers. They got Jalen Adams. There's an obvious answer to this, but what do you think Sydney's chances are of winning? I mean, I feel like I feel like uh, you know, um, Pongrass and, and and Paul Smith and um, the other people involved in, in putting a team together um, really put together a team that's going like a good young solid team. You know, we're all energetic. We all love playing defense. Um, he also got a, they also got a coach to match that. Um, so I like our chances to be honest. You know, I feel like we're going where teams out and like night in and night out, this team's just gonna compete like first and foremost, you know. Whether we're not shooting the ball well or, you know, whatever's going on, this team I like you can already tell this team's gonna compete. So I feel like if you have a team that competes, you know, you have a chance to you have a chance to do anything really. Sure. Um we know you were a New South Wales junior. Um do New South Wales have the best talent across Australia? I know there's a question going around at the moment. Yeah. What are your thoughts yeah, on it? Definitely. 100%. If, if basketball New South Wales wasn't so much about money and actually took talent, bro, I'm telling you, we will be winning nationals left, right and centre. And 
you can argue that for other states and stuff, but I'm telling you the talent in New South Wales is like it's unmatched. Like specifically Sydney. I can go out to, you know, um say like a Blacktown PCYC or something and find, you know, ten people that could be on on um the on my under twenty state team last season and we could have won it, you know. So I think that just goes to show like there's so many so many talented people in this state and it just it's sad to see it go unrecognized but um yeah hopefully that starts to change soon i feel like it's kind of in the works of changing a little bit but um yeah we definitely got got the most talent what's going on what's going on over there in new south wales <laughs> Has Bro, i can't tell you man i can't tell you but it's been like that yeah i think nbl one east might help a little bit coming next year um, yeah Hopefully we can see you playing that in the off season. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Um, talk to us a little bit about your junior basketball experience. Um, for those who didn't tune to the last one, um, when did you make your first state team? I uh, made my first – well, really? I made my first one in under 16's top age, but I left to go to America. Um, so I kind of walked out on them after I made the team, which is like, you know, I still feel pretty bad about. But uh, – yeah, because I was supposed to go to high school in America. So that was like my first one, but I didn't really go to a, a nationals until bottom age 18. So I guess you that was my first time, you know, bottom age 18. Um, sorry, you go? You go ahead, Ash. I was just going to say, how was that experience? Um, My first nationals, I still remember it like so vividly. Um, it was me and Hunter, me and Hunter in the backcourt. Uh, you already know that that's, that's a dangerous backcourt me and Hunter. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, when I, I think it was in Geelong. Yeah, it was in Geelong. And, um, like, basketball aside, like, it was just so fun. It was one of my first, like, actual, like, you know, kind of elite tournaments, you know. It's, what, it's probably one of the best tournaments in the country, like, in, in the age group and stuff. So, you know, that was that was crazy. I was still, like, what the hell, because there were so many other good players. And, you know, I was kind of just always playing reps and stuff. But, um, yeah, it was good. Um, we came fifth. And since then, I was just like, I never want to lose, like, a um, quarterfinal ever again. Because, you know, when you're playing on, like, the backcourts on, like, you know, the second last day and you're playing for, like, fifth and sixth spot, it's just terrible. And, like, yeah, yeah that's my – but, yeah. Um, after that tournament, uh, after that, you made the uh, 17s Oz team. Um, that was your first time representing Australia. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh no, no, no. In 18th, in my first nationals, I didn't, I didn't get an invite to the to the 17s camp. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get an invite. Nothing. Um, and I remember I was still real cut up about that. Even though it was like my first nationals, I was still competing with like all these best guards in the country, all the so-called best guards and players in the country. Well, well, they probably were at the time, but um. Yeah, I was competing well with them. I didn't get an invite, nothing. And then, then the year after that, 2019, was when I got um, invited. For sure. And how was that experience? How was the first time representing Australia and putting on the green and gold? Yeah, that was different. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, you hear people, like, talking about it. And, like, obviously, I've always watched, um, like, interviews and that of all the other, all the boomers and, you know, people like that talking about it and what an honour it is. But, like as cliche as it sounds and that, 
there's no real like there's no real way to explain it you know like when you put it on like green and gold and it says australia and then you just know like shit like you know like i'm actually representing my country like it's all legit that was crazy for me like i, I still get goosebumps um and yeah even though it wasn't the best tournament oceana's not the best tournament it was just still good you know it was still crazy um surreal yeah so before that that first time you represented australia um in the 17s at oceana you obviously got an opportunity to go to the center of excellence how was your experience there and what was life like at the chip um yeah yeah so i got i got offered just before um before the oceana tournament um it was it was crazy once i like once i got offered you know when i when i got the phone call from um coach adam capon it was kind of like at that time, me and my mom had kind of given up on me getting a scholarship down there. Um, you know, obviously, that was, like, one of my main goals was to get a scholarship down there. And I thought after Nationals, I thought I could, I like, kind of deserved one. But, um, you know, I, I hadn't got the call yet. So when I did, it was just, like, me and my mom kind of just broke down. And then just going down there and being down, down there with the best players in the country every day, um, the best coaches in the country every day, um, I feel like above all, like as good as it was, it was a great, it was a great learning point. You know, I learned, I learned a lot of stuff there. Just like, even little stuff like just being a pro, stuff like that, that really helped. Um, my discipline helped with that as well. And just, you know, seeing, seeing, seeing different sides of basketball and, and different styles of coaching and all different players like that, it was crazy. Sure. Um, early, I think last year, you got, um, invited uh sorry you committed to hawaii college um big news back then um talk to us about how that opportunity came about um and why you chose hawaii at the time um so yeah i got offered i got offered to go i got offered hawaii um when like january 2020 mm -hmm. um so that kind of i had a few schools like Calling me just before that, before the under twenties nationals and stuff like that, um, and the end of twenty nineteen, I had a few few schools calling me. That was kind of a busy period, and I was still like, you know, oh shit, like this is the recruitment process. Like, like I'm I'm living it now, you know. That was pretty crazy to me. I didn't have like any like crazy number of schools, but I had like what like six or seven. So that was still crazy for me, you know. I had I had a good a fair amount of options. Um, so yeah, I went on a visit to Hawaii in January and, um, the vibe, the vibe just kind of felt right. Um, obviously, you know, it's Hawaii. So, you know, you're hooping in Hawaii. Uh, it sounds nice, you know? Um, but yeah, the coaching staff and everyone, they all just put on a great visit and, um, it just seemed, it seemed like the right fit, but, um, yeah. For sure. Um, what what advice would you give to anyone kind of in the 03, 04 class right now that are about to commit to colleges from what you've learned with your season in Hawaii and how it all went? What would be a piece of advice you'd give to people looking to go for the college route? Uh, my first my first um, bit of advice that I would say that I, I wish I did and that I kind of learned is like, don't be afraid to tell the coaches like what you want and, you know, what, what you need you know obviously like you got to pick the best school that's going to benefit you and your skill set and to help you to get where you want to be and just know that like 
the colleges, bro, it's all like as sad as it is, you know, you'll have the select few that aren't really, but most of it is just an act. Like if you're going to go on visits or you're talking to coaches, you know, most of them are just going to be selling you stuff, like, you know, selling you a dream, whatever. So don't be scared to just be up front, you know, be up front back with them. I wish I would have did that. But, um, yeah, I, I give that piece of advice. Just be up front, tell them what you want. And, um, yeah, you'll see which one's for you. You averaged six, four, and three in your freshman year. I mean, most freshmen don't see the court. You had a few games where you had 10 plus. Um, definitely showed flashes of, you know, NBA potential. Um, what what did that season, um, what did you learn particularly on your for your game through the Hawaii uh, season? Uh, um, what I learned. So, I think the main thing for me, like, on, on the court at college, um, the main thing I learned, I think, will probably be just being a leader. Like, and I feel like I was a leader before college. Like, I feel like that. But, you know, college coaches, and I guess this is how it is in the pros as well. Um, well, not I guess, that it is how it is in the pros as well. Is like, you got to be a different type of leader. Um, you know, like, there's so much more you got to do. So, like, when I was playing New South Wales or, comments um whatever i was kind of just getting away with like obviously being an all right basketballer but like i wasn't really you know making sure my teammates knew what page we're on or you know wasn't wasn't really worried about like um picking my teammates up as much as i should have been um you know so when i went to college i kind of i kind of learned that it's your job as the point guard to make sure that you know your teammates are on the right page. Your teammates' heads are right. Um, you know, even the coach for um, – yeah, I kind of just learned that. Like, you just got to be more of a leader in, in more aspects, you know. And um, I feel like that was, that was a big learning point for me that, that, that really helped me. Yeah, for sure. What about the style of play? We've heard a lot of players compare the college style to basketball here in Australia or even the NBA style to the NBL. Did you notice any big differences in, in America with the hoops compared to Australia? I mean, yeah, obviously, like, um, in America, like, college basketball, it's, like, <clears throat> a lot more physical. Um, the athletes are different, you know. Um, you're going up against – you might be going against, like, six, four-point guards that jump out the gym, like, you know, that can handle it, shoot it, and, you know, do everything. So, like, yeah, and – you might you got like six ten guys jumping out the gym as well, like just stuff like that. The athleticism was was one of the main things I noticed was different. You know, um, I couldn't like I wasn't really able to just go lay bigger defenders like that, like I would back here. But um, yeah, obviously that's 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 the main thing. The tempo, the tempo is obviously a lot different in, in um, college basketball. But yeah, yeah, nice. So that kind of covers a lot of your journey so far. I guess we've covered your juniors and your, your state representation all the way to the COE, to, to college. And then we talked about the Kings earlier as well and, and what you got set up for the season. What about the future? Uh, what do you see Boali Bales getting into for the next kind of 10 years with, with your basketball career? We always joke about it, but you're satisfied, yeah? You, you made it. You don't have to do anything anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, obviously, like like I said, and that you know, my goals 
to get to the NBA. So I don't know when that's going to be. Like, obviously, I would love it if it was next year or the year after. But, you know, just realistically, I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know when an opportunity going to present itself, you know. Um, but that's my goal, to just be in the NBA for as long as I can. And, yeah. What do you, you think is one part of your game you need to work on right now to kind of get to that goal of the NBA? Um, probably, well, like, obviously, Not like... much? No, no, no. I'm just thinking because there's a few that I feel like... There's a few that I feel like I need to fix right now to make me... Um, like, I feel like I could survive on an NBA court, but I feel like there's a few things right now that I would have to, that I have to fix in order to get where I want to be right now. So I feel like that would obviously be like shooting, you know, like shooting off the dribble and, and stuff like that. Um, and obviously the catch and shoot, turning my three into a, into a weapon, you know, and just decision making like all around, whether that's off, you know, pick and roll, knowing when to, um, you know, when to go, when to facilitate, when to attack. Um, but yeah, mainly just my decision making and shooting. Um, feel like once I get those two down pack, it'll make me a better player and, and, and give me the chance to hopefully take it to the next level. For sure. Um, we'll get into some off-court sort of stuff. Um, I thought we could use this opportunity to get um, to touch on a few deeper issues in relation to your mentality and a couple other things. Um, firstly, obviously, we know you're a proud um, Aboriginal man. How important is that culture in your life? Um, no, nah, that's, that's very important. Um, like, you know, that's how we like grew up, you know, I grew up as a black fellow, like, you know, that's obviously like, um, that's the main thing in my life besides my family, um, my culture and being, being proud of it and, and trying to, um, educate others. Cause I feel like, especially in Australia, uh, in the schooling system and stuff like that, it's not really taught, you know, like our culture. Um, you know, what really happened with Australia and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, I won't get into it, but, um, yeah, my coach, is, my coach is very important to me. It's something that I hold dearly, um, and, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Obviously, you're a, a role model in the Aboriginal community, but I think a lot of people look up to you in general. Obviously, I was with you at that Kings game, and you had that first little taste of a lot of little kids running up on you, trying to get photos and stuff like that. How important is that role model status to you now that you're somewhere that people look up to? Talk to us a little bit about that and how that influences your mentality like these days. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely mad, eh? Like seeing little kids recognize you and that. And that's something that like you kind of like dream of if you're an athlete. Um, well, I did anyway. That's something that I kind of dreamt of, like, you know, being as a kid, like, you know, being a role model and and being a public figure, but um, you know, it definitely comes with 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 a lot of stuff. You got to make sure that, like, well, at the moment, I got to make sure like I don't do dumb stuff in public. Like, I'm sure you know, both of you guys probably know. You know, I'm a bit of a clown and stuff. So, it just comes with things like that, knowing knowing when and when not to be a clown. Um, and yeah, but it's cool though. Yeah, that's cool, man. Uh, like I said, we've touched yeah, on kind of every <laughs> we've touched on every little little segment of your of your journey, and it seems like 
and I've known you obviously, so I know this from a personal standpoint, but it seems like you play with a chip on your shoulder and you kind of embrace that underdog role, uh, being slept on a little bit. How important are those setbacks and those L's that you may have taken through your junior career and you may continue to take? How important are they in, in your overall approach to basketball and your mentality? Bro, yeah, you said it. Um, it's very important. I feel like that kind of stuff makes me the player I am, you know? Like, I feel like I'm going to always be, like, in the in the most humble way possible. I don't know if this is good or bad, but I feel like I'm going to always be slept on, you know? Um, like like you said, I've been slept on for, like, a while. Um, a lot of people, like, didn't never even really saw me, like, in the top players in the country for my age group. Some people probably still don't. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, playing with that chip on my shoulder, um, it's definitely it definitely got me to where I am. That kind of I don't really care attitude, you know. Like I still remember my first nationals. Like I was coming in, I was just like, which guys are like, like as cliche as it sounds, this is literally what I was doing. I was like, uh, like mapping out which games had like the best players in it or the most hopped up players or which ones I've heard of, and I'm just like, ah, right, like I'm guarding this guy. I'm going at this guy's neck, like you know, and. Every nationals, I kind of just made that my my kind of thing. Like, just go at the best players and 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 show why I should be up there with them. Um, and yeah, that's the, that's the kind of chip I have. I feel like it kind of got me this far. And yeah, um, we'll get into our fan questions. For those who don't know, um, we do this every week with our guests. Um, their fan questions we chuck on up up on our story, and you guys can ask Bawali. Um, Hesh, you can start us off. This is from HVM05. If all things go to plan, you have the best season possible. Is declaring for the draft what you want to do? Yeah, for sure. Um, this one's from Zach underscore Kovac24. Um, what footy team do you go for? The Broncos and South. And why? Well, I was born in Brisbane. Um, half my family's from Brisbane and then I have other half my family's from Redfern. So, yeah. As you know, support my friendship. Sure. Right. Number three from Ian Tenorio underscore 16. Who are you most looking forward to matching up with in the NBL? Bro, I don't want to say that, bro. That's going to make me sound like a fan, bro. A lot of people do. Yeah. Any in particular team? Um, Hawks, because my boy Jacob Jacobus is on there. So. It's going to be good to talk some shit. You mean sure. assist, assistant coach, right? Like Jacob Jacobus. Yeah, people, yeah. People don't think he's a player. Be like, who's that? Oh, no, no, the assistant coach, my, my my old comments coach and state coaches on on there. So, yeah. For sure. Um, this one's from at Ray Scannis. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many points is Delhi dropping on you? Bro. I don't, I don't know, bro. I'm just here to play basketball, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. That's a, that's an NBA player. That's a boomer right there. A lot of respect for Delhi. Um, you know, one of the greats. For sure. You don't rate your defense enough to say zero. <laughs> I mean, if I say zero, obviously, I feel like I can hold anyone to that. Like except for LeBron, but like. If I say that, 
that's a lot of pressure on me to go out there and do it, you know? So I don't know. But however many God God wants him to. Bro, is he really putting that in here, bro? This number five from Angus Mansfield. I think I know the answer to this. Could you beat Hash one-on-one? Probably not, to be honest. Um, Hesh is... A lot of people don't know this about Hesh, bro. He's a freak athlete, bro. (laughs) Like, if you look at Hesh, bro, he's about 6'2", but he jumps out the gym and he's as strong as LeBron. Uh. So, like, (laughs) ah, no, bro. And he got a strap. So, yeah, Hesh tough with it, bro. All right, Reese, let's get on to the next segment, shall we? <laughs> um, the next... <laughs> um, our next segment is 10 quick questions. Uh, we do this every every time we have a guest on. Um, just rapid fire questions. You can use your skip button if you want. Um, what's something you are appreciative of? Could be anything. Um, basketball and family. Yeah. All right, it's a tough one. Might take a little bit of time, but try and make it as quick as possible. Dinner with five people, dead or alive? Uh, LeBron. Um, Sit. Westbrook. Uh, Chris Brown. A Boogie. And probably Tupac. Cool. Um, Drake or Kanye album? Drake. Kanye is terrible, bro. Put it out there. Celebrity crush. Has it changed? Oh, wait, what was the question? Celebrity crush. Oh, I got so keep, many keep, though. Keep, keep the list short. I think, I think last time, I think last time you said Addison Ray. Yeah, yeah. Addison Ray's obviously still up there, but oh, there's a few. Wait, let me think who my main one is now. Oh, shit. Maybe um, Kendall Jenner. Um, best player in the NBA right now. Oh, LeBron. Okay. No question. Every year. Okay. He's thirty-eight. He's thirty-seven or thirty-eight right now. You still going, LeBron? Yeah. What? Yes, bro. The greatest ever. Every season, bro. Should have. He should have. What year is it? What year? This is eighteenth year, right? Yeah. He should have eighteen MVPs. To be honest. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. Guys, that's been... crazy. All right, least Thanks favorite more. place to travel in Australia. Least favorite? Yeah. I don't know. Um, least favorite place to travel in Australia. Maybe like Bathurst or something. I don't know. I went there one time. It's horrible. Um, who's the best junior Australian right now, under twenty? Give you a shout out. Um, me. No, like. Not professional. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm under 20, though. Coming up. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, so obviously, we got Tyrese Proctor. Um, obviously, one of the best. My boy, Ant Mundine. Um, Isaac Ayobi. I think that's his last name. Uh, but no, no disrespect. That's my boy, too. Um, who else? So, yeah, that's it. That's all I, I could think of. All New South Wales people, too. Yeah, yeah, surprises there. What about the funniest teammate you've ever had? Funniest teammate I've ever had was my teammate at um Hawaii, Javon McClenahan. Bro, that guy's too funny, bro. 
um, most memorable basketball game you've ever played? Uh, I'd probably say my my South my game against South Australia uh, last last year in the um, quarterfinals. Yep. I think like that was that was crazy for sure. Like, yeah, huge game. All right, all right. Last question: Who's winning Rookie of the Year in the NBL next year? Um, you know, obviously as an athlete, I gotta say me. You know, as an athlete, as a competitor. Uh, but there's so many good rookies next year. Like, it's crazy. I feel like that's one of the bright spots. Is like, all the rookies next year, all of them are tough. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be good. Um, hopefully, people just have have fun and um, have fun watching it. But, yeah. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I think we're all backing you uh, this season in the NBL. Uh, I think most of us are going to be our second team, or if not, it's not your first team, then now your second team is the Sydney Kings. Um, thank you for jumping on. We know it's time-consuming, but we appreciate it, and good luck next season. Appreciate you guys for having me. Um, just remember that did not more not led to a 1617, brother, the seat. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. Remember, whatever listening platform you guys are listening on, make sure you guys go and subscribe or follow. That's what keeps us going. Uh, make sure you guys do that. Um, let us know who we should have on next and remember to drop questions next time we got we get a guest on um, and make them interesting as much as you can. Um, we appreciate it and we'll catch you on the next episode.